Oh, shit. What a week, huh? Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> this new job's kicking my ass. It unfortunately is. But hey, you, you put in some extra time, so it is what it is. Extra time, shit. 65 hours. <laughs> and then... It's extra, extra. And then get called in today on well, a Sunday. Well, that's kind of what I meant by extra time, but yeah. To go fight mulch fires. I mean, you smelled amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I smelled like I took a nap in my fucking smoker. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, <laughs> I definitely have a thing for that smell and like the smell of diesel. Like those two things, I'm like, I've just become this like unsational little whore and I'm just like, give me you. I want you. Did it make you moist? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to use that word, but yes, it did. Would you like to check? <laughs> yeah, actually, I would. Can you get in there? Ooh. It's a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. It's because you took a shower, so the, the smell isn't as strong. <laughs> yeah. You still smell it, though. I, I think it's just lingering upstairs because your clothes are up here. Well, I probably, you know, if you cut me open, I probably have a smoke ring. <laughs> <laughs> a nice just little like pink gonna, ring on the outside. Yeah. No, on the inside. Well, that's just, what I meant. Like when you cut it on the outside yeah, of the piece of meat. Just like a brisket. Yeah. I'm a Pedro brisket. You you were done perfectly to perfection. <laughs> yeah. So apparently for a 200 pound Pedro, yep. six hours yep, is six hours is a good enough smoke time. It is a fabulous smoke time. <sighs> All right. I wouldn't so. mind you doing that some more. <laughs> and I know it's not really fun, but. <laughs> no. Gagging on smoke is not fun well and also next time take some claritin please yeah <laughs> yeah my eyes were burning <laughs> they looked it <laughs> they were watering they were red well, they were puffy that's the kind of asshole i am mm-hmm. i'm allergic to pine and i go work for a pine mulch company it's a great idea hey you gotta do what you gotta do when you gotta Make the Benjis. Just uh, take the Claritin in the morning. Make sure so you don't die. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. Until like put stock in Claritin. You're going to have to. At least you only have to do it once a day. It doesn't even really work, though. Well, maybe you're not taking it soon enough. I take it every morning before I go to work. I don't know. All right. So we're about to get show 36. Yes. Fucking A. You got it. You okay. got it. So, you have all the, the notes and stuff. Yes, I do. I have no idea. You planned this whole thing because I've been too busy with work. I have, yes. Okay. So, that means even though you're looking all hot and shit with your glow. My glow light. I look yeah. like a glow stick right now. You do. <laughs> a glow stick with big titties. Big I titties. love it. <laughs> they're the, they're the, head, the, the headlights. <laughs> love your headlights. <laughs> <laughs> It's a pineapple party. Oh, we got polyamory too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Pedro. And your girl Tink. Episode 36 coming at you yeah so uh (laughs) yeah we got 
episode 36 coming your way right now um let's get our sponsors out of the way vj's hot spot he is doing a sale for the next i think two days yes it's today and tomorrow today and tomorrow a ten dollar sale it's a ten dollar sale so anything he puts up in his private group ten dollar and there are some pretty good ones fuck yeah there's only like three of them that i want (laughs) and did you email or did you put your name on there not yet okay well i got i got time i'll probably have to do it after yeah, so vjshotspot.com and VJ's Hotspot on Facebook is where you can find him in all of his sexy goodies. Yes. And then, of course, I'm wearing the trendy pineapple hat, like always. It's looking fly. Yeah, so at the underscore trendy underscore pineapple on Instagram, mm-hmm. you can uh, find the link to go buy their hats on Amazon. They are super cool, super yes. high quality, and uh, they may have, they'll just be perfect for summer. I mean, all the time they'll be perfect, but, yeah, but I love all of them. They definitely have a summer vibe. To they them. do, yes, and I, I mean, maybe it's because it's pineapple themed, and everybody kind of well in the colors. They're very vibrant. And, oh yeah, you know, they, they are. pop. Yes, that's why I'm like I see them and I'm like I can't wait for summer. <laughs> yeah, so go get you some of that. Um, so what do you got for us, Tink? All right. So for swinging, what I want to talk about for that is not making your regular friends into swingers, but making your swingers into your friends. Okay. Let's get into that. Yes. So now I kind of feel like this is kind of where we kind of shine the most because we've kind of found that we've actually become better friends with people in the lifestyle than our vanilla friends anyway. Um, they just, they actually wholeheartedly care about you a lot more. Um, they keep in touch with you, which is kind of a nice thing versus our vanilla friends that just kind of drop off the face of the earth. Um, but as far as a play aspect, there's a lot of things I think that can go wrong when you go about your regular friends that aren't actually in the lifestyle and they haven't like really dabbled into it yet Yeah, that you decide, Hey, let's try swinging. I feel like a lot of things can go wrong there. I think so too. Um, but at the same time, I feel like if you have vanilla friends, they really close with, like they're kind of on that that line of being swing friends. Like you can flirt with them, and they don't get jealous. And right, you know, I, I think those can be great play partners. That I feel like they would have to be just open minded for that, and like you would have to have almost like that uh, that line of the bantering that's sexual and flirty. And it doesn't make anybody feel awkward. That well, that's could... what I'm saying. Like they're they're on that line of oh, being okay. swingers already. Gotcha. But they're not. But they're not. They've yeah. never done anything. They've never actually sat down and said, "Hey, I think we should fuck other people." Mm. But when you all hang out together, you know, like the guy or the guy and the girl are flirting with you. The girl's flirting with me. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of tell dirty jokes back and forth, yeah. and it's all good. I think in those instances. You're like, 
one or two drinks away from <laughs> shit popping off <laughs> at any yeah. given time. Yeah. No, I, I think you're right with that. And I definitely think so. I think, you know, one or two things is going to happen. It's either going to be really great mm-hmm. and you'll convert them and then you'll have, you know, play partners for a long time mm-hmm. or things going to get weird and they're going to pull away and yeah. you won't really hear from them ever again. Or if you do, it'll just be like, you know, for group functions because they don't want to be alone with you. That, you know? Yeah. See, that's where I kind of feel like things potentially would go as far as like, in the bad direction because like you decide, okay, we're going to play. Maybe the first time goes great. There's no problem. So then you, you go a second time, but then what you, I mean, you just never know because they're not really in the lifestyle. So they haven't had these, you know, heart to heart conversations with their partner. So I feel like if things were to develop that there could be a problem, it's really going to hurt your actual friendship that you had with them. Okay. I'm going to be annoying here and play devil's advocate. Oh, oh God. All right. I don't uh, think you've done that in a while. Only on Facebook. <laughs> That's where you shine. <laughs> yeah. That's where I get called annoying. So. Or an asshole. I mean. I, I, I feel like the same thing can happen with swingers that you meet. Because there's a lot of swingers that don't communicate properly with their partners. And. They have a lot of underlying issues that pop up, you know. So, I mean, is one really safer than the other? I mean... I don't think so. You just kind of put out a point there that I didn't think about. And you're right. I mean... There's so much drama. There's a lot, and it all stems from the communication that's lacking between the other partners. Well, the communication and people's own insecurities. Yes. Like, they... I mean, and this very well, and this is okay, that sometimes you don't really know what your insecurities are until you get into a situation where you don't feel right and you're just like, something's just not okay. And then you realize that, hey, this thing that happened the other weekend made me insecure and you never would have thought about it unless it happened. Right, but it matters how you handle it. And a lot of people do not handle things properly. They get mad instead. Well, they act like children. Yeah. And it's a huge turnoff for everyone involved and everyone around. Yeah. You know, and it's like when stuff like that happens, it makes the couple that, you know, isn't acting childish Mm -hmm. feel like, why do we do this? Like, this is bullshit. We shouldn't have to put up with this crap. Yeah. You know? So... But I feel like if stuff like that happens with a vanilla couple, Mm -hmm. you just kind of chalk that up to, well, it was their first time, you know, they didn't know what to expect. So yeah, like you don't really get upset when they get all butthurt and, you know, they get in their feels and it's not your problem, you know? Right. But in the lifestyle, when you've gone out of your way, potentially spent money, Mm Mm-hmm to play with a a person or a couple and then they pull that shit and it's like the fuck we're supposed to be on the same team here yeah like why are you acting like an idiot Mm -hmm. so i I don't really think there's a a good 
and a bad here. I think it's all situational. Regardless if they're in the lifestyle or or not. Yeah, I mean, like, I think the only real solid bet is if you have two veteran couples Mm -hmm. that, you know, have been around the scene for a long time. You know that they're not going to cause drama. They know you're not going to cause drama. Mm -hmm. And it's just a fun time. Right. But when I say veteran, I mean, I'm talking like five, six, seven years. Yeah. Because even in that first five years, there can still be all that shit that pops up. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have to think, you know, you some couples don't get to go out as often. So it's going to take a little bit longer for them. In five years, they may only have three experiences or four experiences. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, if you go for somebody that a little bit further in, they have hopefully more time to experience different things. Yeah. But as far as friendships go, Mm -hmm. I will say and that I agree with you, we have made better friendships with people in the lifestyle than we have had outside of the lifestyle. Oh, 100%. Um, Like, I really only have one like best friend left from you know like growing up Mm -hmm. but now him and his wife are in the lifestyle i converted them so (laughs) dirty man (laughs) like i feel like in order to be my best friend you almost have to be in this lifestyle because it's really who you are it's who i am Yeah. yeah i mean sure at work and stuff like that i'm i'm all business but right in my free time and with my friends I don't hold back. No, not at all. <laughs> you know, so if you don't want to hear about the shit that I have to say on the topic, you probably are not going to want to be friends with me. Probably not. And also, if you don't want to hear about like your sexcapades, then probably not going to want to be friends. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't go into detail with my sexcapades with friends just because it's none of their business. Right. But. I mean, I will tell them like, oh yeah, you know, hooked up with, you know, another couple this weekend. Right. Or, like just the basics. Yeah. And if they can't handle just that. Yeah. Or it gets them in trouble with their wives, you know, oh. like, oh my God, I can't believe you hang out with him. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck is wrong with you? I feel like that's happened. Is that what you want to do? Do you want to go fuck other women? I really do. I feel like this has happened before. Why does this sound so familiar? That or it's because we've been in this for so long that we've heard this scenario so many times and it's like we've lived it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's pretty sad that people won't let their spouses be friends with people that are swingers or E&M because they're afraid that it's going to rub off. Right, like it's going to stem ideas for them to be like, oh, well, I want to try this now. But yet, guaranteed, everybody has had these thoughts. Everybody. Even the most, you know, like vanilla religious person has had the thought of, do I really want to fuck the same person my entire life? I was just going to say, like, I feel like there's no way that... Anybody in this world just goes and think like they don't have it cross their mind that like, I wonder, you know, what, what it would be like if I had a couple, you know, like not like an orgy or anything like that, but just like, well, what if I wanted to date this person? But I also really like this person. 
Like, what if they've had that thought, you know? Like, does that automatically, they, like, they make them like, no, that that can't happen, or... Well, I mean, like, dating's one thing. I'm talking just fucking, like, swinging, fucking. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that too. There's like, nobody on this earth that is with their husband or wife that can honestly say that if at least one person that they're super attracted to or mm-hmm. whatever said, I want to fuck you, they'd be like, I can't. Yeah. Cause I'd feel like even if they said that they can't in their mind, they'd be like, damn, I really fucking wish I could. Yeah. Like everybody wants to fuck other people. Yeah. It's just stupid that it's just ingrained because, in their brain that it can't be that way. Yeah. And because we're swingers, those people aren't allowed to hang out with us. Yeah. It's like, and then it makes us awkward to want to like hang out with them because one of them is like cool and chill with it. And the other one is completely on the other side of, I don't even want to be associated with them. Yeah. I mean like we have vanilla friends that, that know about our lifestyle, mm-hmm. but you can definitely tell like they keep us at arms. Yes. Length. Yes. I don't understand that. It's like, yeah, like it's, I'm it, not interested in your man. I might want you young lady, but um, if you're going to be like that, no, I don't. Yeah. And as a man, Okay. Like, yes. Our friend's wife is attractive. Yeah. But I would never be like, I want to fuck your wife. Right. Right. Because I know that's not how they are. Right. It would be different if they were in the lifestyle and they said, hey, we would be open to swapping. Right. But if it's never been said, you're not going to sit there and tell them that even if you were like, so like having a bro moment or something and drinking beers on the back porch. Like it's not going to come out of your mouth. Yeah. And it, it, but yet like I know our guy friends look at you, but yet like if I were to look at their wife, the way they look at you, then they get all pissy because they know that we're swingers. Right. And it's like, just because I'm open and honest about it. Right. Doesn't make me any different than you. Who's not. Who's eyeballing my wife. Right. Thinking that, you know, it's okay because I'm a swinger. Yeah. But I can't eyeball your wife. Like, get the fuck out of here. I, you know, I really, I do feel like there has definitely been a situation of that in the last like year where we've had a friend that kind of had to make that known that like his woman was off limits. Yeah. And I was just like, you don't know that we would not do that even if like you gave the okay because we know you're not into that so like you there's not even a necessity for you to make it be known without making it be known that you're not okay with that behavior right and but that limits our friendship it does because we can't really be ourselves yeah well and you have that automatic feeling of like they don't trust us right right like we have to walk on eggshells because heaven forbid that like we smiled a little too much or something. Yeah. It's so dumb. But that's why we really only hang out with pineapple people. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I prefer it that way because we can be ourselves. We've made better connections with those people, play or no play. And overall, those are the types of people that I want to be surrounded with. Yes. You love being surrounded by Dick. I know. I like the pussy too. Can can that be around like some tacos? I mean, yeah, it can. <laughs> but we just always seem to have meat around. I it's because I'm the taco. I apparently bring around the meat. 
the meat has to go in the taco. For sure. All right. So what do you got for polyamory this week? Okay. So we've touched base on it a little bit um, just because we've been in this situation a few times um, in our poly adventures. And is dating newbies a no-no or do you give them a chance? Okay. This is simple for me because as a man Mm -hmm. who's polyamorous, I kind of have to give anybody who's interested in me a chance (laughs) because there's not a lot of interest. So the women I've dated have all been new. I've I've never dated somebody who was already openly poly. Well, that kind of goes the same for me because I've only really done the poly with you. Right. But I'm saying like even individually, I mean, yeah, even when like I wasn't involved, they've never done it before. Yeah. It was all just monogamous women that were like, I like you enough to give this a try. Huh? I mean, and it's sketchy because why is it sketchy? Because I know that they've never really took the time to kind of look into themselves Okay. Be like, is this something that I want? Is this something I'm okay with? You know, like what? So like done, done the research, done the studying on, on polyamory and what it all entails and right. all the different aspects right. of it. They have no idea. They're just kind of winging it. So they're, they're along for the ride and hope you're just hoping it works out. Right. And that's why I don't really get my hopes up. Cause it usually crashes and burns. Yeah. You know, because eventually like it, especially if I'm dating alone, mm-hmm. like I know if they're a monogamous person, mm-hmm. they're eventually going to want the whole, you know, husband type thing. Yeah. They want to live with somebody, you know, they want that person there to sleep with every night. And, yeah. you know, I can't give them that. Even though I tell them that right up front. Yeah, and you do. And we've been through that a few of the times where it was just you and the other person. Um, and you told them strictly like I can't be there all the time because I do have my wife and my household here and it would have to be fit where it works for both of us. Right. And that usually is okay for a little while until they really catch the feels. I was just going to say the feelings get stronger and then they get mad because I can't be there all the time. And it's like, well, I told you. Yeah. And that, and I don't know. I mean, I, I'm going to give you a big boost here. I know what it is, is that you offer quite a lot to the ladies and that's a very attractive thing and they're striving to achieve that with a man and basically you're the whole entire package. So once they're like, okay, yes, I want this. I'm going to, I'm going to try it. Then I think what happens is as their feelings do grow, it becomes that, well, I really, really liked everything about it in the beginning, so I have to stay. And then that's where they're like, they get mad at the end because they're, you know, like, well, I need this from you, even though in the very beginning you told them. But in the beginning, they were looking at it as he's everything. Right. And and they had that, you know, it's new and shiny. Yeah. You know, so they'll pretty much go along with anything. Right. And then there's no real communication with me a lot of the times because either there's just nothing between them and me to have or they don't want. Yeah. I think they feel awkward talking to you. I mean, 
Maybe. Because, I mean, I, I think a lot of people have been cheated on before. Mm. You know, they've been the other woman or the other man or whatever. But it's easier so, when they've never talked to that person. So when they're able to have a relationship with their partner's other partner, mm-hmm. they're like, eh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Because in their mind, they're like, you know, they're probably going to hate me. You know, mm-hmm. like there's going to be bad blood between us and because they don't understand that in polyamory that's not how that works right and i feel like also too if they've say in the past been cheated on that coming into a polyamorous relationship where they don't actually have anything to do with me that they almost feel like it has to stay that way because they're kind of like I don't want to say put off, but they're kind of like, well, this could be bad just as an overall thing to talk with me. Like maybe they won't like me kind of thing. Yeah. Or I mean, because like I exist. I don't know if I'm I think it's that just right. the fact that you exist, like that you are the other partner. Yeah. And in their mind, I think pretending like you don't exist is easier. Makes it easier for them to stay in the relationship with me i think so and that bums me out because like because you'd like us to at least be friends right i mean we don't have to be besties but at least like be civil with each other right like i want to be like hey let's all go to dinner or let's all go out for a drink yeah you know like i don't always want it to be separate Mm -hmm. because the time that I have for the two of you is limited. It is. So it would be nice to be able to be like, you know, Hey, let's all get together, Mm -hmm. go out, you know, for dinner or drinks or go a concert or something. Yeah. And, but because they've never been poly, they don't understand that. Like I can have the two of you there. Yeah. And show, both of you equal amounts of attention and affection and stuff like that. Yeah. But because you've been in this with me for six years, you understand how that works. They have no idea. Right. So they are automatically like have that negative connotation with it. Like, I don't think this would be a good idea or like they're not even open to that. Right. Because they're like, how are we going to go out and like, what are you going to hold both of our hands or (laughs) exactly, you know, like, are you going to, kiss her then kiss me and yeah yes that's exactly what i'm gonna fucking do you only have one (laughs) pair of lips so you're gonna have to do one and then do the other one i mean technically there's four pairs there (laughs) i mean i was thinking that too but i mean you beat me to it but yeah i mean (laughs) and i think sometimes they also are afraid that that scenario would be brought up that oh like, like i would be brought in or like all of us together yeah but no i mean that would only ever occur as if both of us wanted that right and if it all worked because like it doesn't necessarily mean that it would work even if we tried it one time but well yeah and i mean in that scenario too i mean it doesn't even have to have anything to do with the two of you like it could just be like you both want to get fucked and (laughs) we just happen to all be together yeah yeah you know like yeah, because then it would be, you know, almost like... It would just you, be a 
female, male, female. Right. Exactly. I'd be the center of attention. You would. Fuck you, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually had that, though. Where you were the center of attention? Yeah. Like, I've never had a female, male, female. It's always been female, female, male. Yeah. Yeah. Where, I mean, like, sometimes you girls will give me attention at the same time. But yeah. usually it's like you two doing something and I'm doing something with one of you. Right, right. That's how it yeah, always goes. It is usually how it goes. I'm like thinking about all the all the different scenarios that we've had over yeah. the years and I've had like two double blow jobs in eight years. Those are really fucking fun. They are fun. And they feel really good. Because I the bet two they different, do. Well, because it's two <laughs> different styles. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you know, you get like your style and then if they do it completely different it's like whoa whoa, whoa hold the fuck up here what's going on you know like i i enjoy that yeah but it's two times in eight years yeah that that's happened yeah <laughs> that's not a lot that should happen way more often well it's because when you girls get together it's always the girls are inseparable this is true we are kind of like magnets and then the guy's <laughs> just over there stroking his dick in the corner like oh. <laughs> like well at least they're having a good time fucking sitting there with a popcorn box over their dick you know pretending to eat popcorn while they're just jerking off like Wee herman <laughs> like, what the fuck all right i'm so sorry <laughs> so next time i'm gonna try to keep this all in mind make sure that i'm focused with my add Mm -hmm. like there's a dick in the room focus there's a dick in the room i'm not gonna hold my breath <laughs> but yeah so i mean as far as dating newbies in poly i feel like you almost have to okay because the polyamory community while it's growing is still small yeah and at least for me and i feel like for you too the type of like the normal polyamory people that you may run into. Right. You know, aren't generally our type of people. No, unfortunately. Um, I mean, they're usually very like far leaning left yes. politically yes. and very like feminist type people. And, you know, I'm like super extreme or I'm just ideals. physically not attracted to them. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that too. Like, I feel like, um, there's people that aren't exactly our type physically mm -hmm. that tend to gravitate to the polyamory lifestyle. Yes. For some reason. And surprisingly, they seem to have more success. Well, that's because they date other people that are in their classification. Mm, kind of like what we discussed in the swinging. Yeah. yeah like staying in your lane type yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I definitely, I can see that. I mean, because there is a large majority of people like that. Mm -hmm. So they have a wider pool to choose from. Right. Where, you know, people like us that, you know, we're attractive. I wouldn't say we're like tens or anything like that. No. But I mean, we're in shape. Yeah. Attractive people. We take care of ourselves. And... There's not a lot of people like that in, in polyamory. Yeah. I feel like it's like 1% <laughs> or 
or at least that's what it looks like in the amount of groups that I'm in for Polly that it's just yeah, or like, it's the same thing. They're looking for the exact same thing we are, so we don't mesh because well, yeah, we're not a, looking everyone, for a quad. Everyone's looking for a fucking unicorn. Yeah, I mean <clears throat> that gets annoying. Yeah, like that everybody is looking for a unicorn. Yeah, but I also want to put out there, like I'm not degrading anybody in the polyamory lifestyle, like. Just because you're not our cup of tea. Doesn't you know, mean you're not somebody else's. Does not mean that you're not somebody else's and that, you know, you have every right to be in that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's just physically, there's a lot of people that don't mesh with us. Yeah. And that's okay. But, you know, I know some people will get butthurt because we say that there's a lot of people that we're not attracted to. But, but we're picky. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we all, you can't say that, you know, it's just like when you like a certain thing as far as food, you can't be like, oh, well, you know, I like grapes, but I can't stand kiwis. You know, it's, it's your preference of what works for you and right. what you like. Yes. But there's always people that get butthurt. We just have to be open-minded. You can't keep getting butthurt. <laughs> I mean, I know you, you can literally say that to your blue in the face well, and they'll still do it anyway. The problem is with that whole situation. Um, and I think it happens a lot with newbies in poly. Like they see attractive people that are in it, but mm -hmm. then get mad because we're not attracted to them when like, unfortunately we're not on that same level of yeah. attractiveness. Right. And like, I hate to, I hate to say it like that, but I mean, it, that's the case. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're kind of, more towards the upper middle. Yeah. And they're towards the bottom middle. Yeah. And we just don't. We don't. There, It just doesn't come together enough for yeah. that. But they work. get mad at us because we're not interested. Yeah. And it's like. Don't but we get, don't. We don't get mad that, you know, the people that we like aren't interested. We right. go, okay. You know, we accept it. It is what it is. Well, we've also been doing this a long time true so we've learned to accept rejection which i feel like is an important thing in in a lot of aspects of you know either swinging or being polyamorous that you have to be able to take that and not let it completely destroy you just grow with it right i mean like i know i'm a fairly attractive guy you are like i, I know i'm not a 10 but i know i'm not at the bottom of the scale either but I get rejected a lot mm -hmm. by people that I personally don't feel should reject me. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like my assholeness. <laughs> You're like, what? Just coming out. Yeah. But I mean, it happens a lot. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm not tall enough. I'm not muscular enough. You know, I don't have the prettiest teeth. You know, I don't have the right color hair. My dick's not big enough. Whatever the reason. Yeah. I get rejected and I just have to be like, okay, you know, thanks for your time. Yeah. Because if I get mad and you know, start, it makes it worse. start being an asshole, then I become that guy yeah. that everyone hates. Yeah. So it's like, I have, if I have to learn to live with rejection, so does everybody else. Yeah. That's just the nature of the beast in E&M. But I mean, it's the, it's the same thing in the vanilla world. 
I mean, it is. To learn. But like you I, just have it more often. Yeah, I mean, you get it a lot more often when you're ethically non-monogamous. Yes, like it's it's it. However much time you put in to putting yourself out there is exactly how much time possibly you're going to get back of rejection. Well, yeah, and that's why like I often pull back and take breaks from like swing stuff because. Yeah. I just get tired of seeing things go nowhere. Yeah. You know, and like, yes, there, like I have a lot of people in my DMS that would love to play with me, Mm -hmm. but they're super far away. That makes it kind of hard. And the people local I want to play with, I usually don't have good luck with. Yeah. So, and unfortunately for the people that are far away that I do have a good connection with, I still pull back from them because you don't want to like keep getting their hopes up. Well, when... no, it has nothing to do with them. It's the fact that I have to take a break because I'm tired of being rejected by the people close by that I could actually play with. Oh, okay. So just <laughs> overall, you, you just take the yeah. break overall. Yeah. yeah. Not the, but I feel bad for the ones that I've right. been talking to, but they're far away. So it doesn't help me Yeah. to feel better about myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was thinking it was because like, you know, we don't get to travel as often. So like you have to kind of pull away because, and then you kind of feel bad because you can't really make things happen even if you wanted to. Well, I mean like in a way I feel bad about that, but it's not why I would like pull back from communicating and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's just being new to poly is very difficult. Like whether you're, doing it on your own or you start dating someone who's already poly. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's a very tough position to be in. So yeah. as the poly person in that relationship, you kind of just have to see where it goes and not have any expectations because it could either work out great or it's just going to crash and burn. And most of the times it's going to crash and burn. So basically try it. Don't totally nix them just because they're newbies. Right. But just have that open mind of it may not go exactly how you want it. And that's polyamory in a nutshell, (laughs) no matter what. So use that advice how you will. I think. uh, I wish you the best of luck. Yeah. Just remember poly is hard. Poly is very hard. That is true. Harder than anything else. (laughs) It's harder than a dick. Yeah. All right, so before we go into the kink and BDSM segment, yes. we have an orgasm of the week. Yes. I'm and excited. this is from one of our listeners, Frank. Yes. So uh, once this Tink gets that pulled up. I'm ready. Okay, so I haven't listened to this yet, like the full thing. Oh, so you haven't? Okay. No? So we have it trimmed down to about a minute. Okay. So that way we can hear all of it kind of getting going, and then it's coming up to the end, which is the best part. Okay. Let's do this. Here it comes. Oh, oh, shit. Holy fuck, yeah. 
That was outstanding. That was amazing. I absolutely love the, you want the fucking kitchen sink? I want the fucking kitchen sink. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys love it. very much. And man, I, I, I know our boy Jeff is going to be screaming in the truck tomorrow. I can't wait. Because of the beep. <laughs> that makes it even better. Like just knowing he's going to be pissed off about that. I know. I'm. I'm telling you. I want to bet money on it. I can't wait to get the text. It's gonna be like six o'clock in the morning, and he's gonna be like, what "Fucking the fuck beep!" The beep? <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Frank. So not only did you make my day for a great <laughs> orgasm of the week, it was awesome. But you're gonna piss off my buddy Jeff. <laughs> so that is a double win. Yes. For the kitchen sink. I think so. That was awesome. <laughs> and we're going to have one next week too. Yes. Because we got another submission today. So Exciting. that will be next week. Yes. And uh, I think we're going to have to like. We should come do up. Like a prize or something. Like, like, like for the end of the year type thing, yeah. do like a compilation contest of like all of our submissions. And yeah. then we'll just do like a drawing yeah. and they'll get to win something. Yeah. I think we should do that. We should totally do that. Yeah. So if you submit your orgasm of the week, your name will be put into a drawing mm -hmm. at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what the prize is going to be yet. We'll think about it. We'll, we'll see. I'm sure. I mean, we've got, we got what eight months before the end of the year? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, nine months. So, but it'll eight be months. something good. Yeah. yeah, it'll be something good. <gasps> oh, I got ideas already. Okay, so make sure you keep sending in those submissions because mm -hmm. we'd love to do this every week. Yes, and like, like we love to hear, obviously coming because why not? But also, just going off of our latest one from Frank, like, okay, I want to hear really good analogies or wordings or something with our name like they did oh yeah if, if you can like put, make it unique if you can put the kitchen sink in your dirty talk yes yes oh my god like that's what i love i think the most out of that because <laughs> i was like all right that was fucking hot <laughs> like do that again she's got a sexy fucking voice too like yeah. like her sex voice yes. is fucking hot yes <laughs> Like, I love hearing the ladies that can still sound like really sexy and seductive when they're Me too, getting because close to you coming. sound like a fucking demon. Stop <laughs> bringing out the demon in me. Like, there's nothing sexy about you coming. Like, thanks. I mean, thanks. Not in the <laughs> traditional sense. Like, it's hot when you come, but like, Are it's li sure? it's literally like a fucking demon. You're like, I'm gonna come, you fuck. <laughs> I can't even. I can't, I can't even say that you're wrong. I know you can't. Like the the muscles in your neck. I know. Strain like that fucking meme of the kid sitting at the at the desk at school. And he's like, he looks like he's taking a shit. Like that's what your neck looks like when you come. 
It's because I, I'm not the normal person when they come. I don't like relax when I come. No, you tense up. I tense up. And that's what makes me like have that overly powerful orgasm. Yeah. And I can't, I cannot not tense up. I don't know how. It just doesn't exist for me. So then I get super tight and then I apparently scream like I'm coming from. I know. Like I'm waiting. Like hell or something. For your eyes to come back from the back of your head, like when they roll back, <laughs> and for them to be black like a demon, on on like supernatural, how they like their yes. eyes turn black, like that's what I'm waiting for every time you come. All right, now everybody in the Facebook groups are going to be freaking posting freaking shit from supernatural now. Going, is she a demon? We <laughs> think I gotta do the salt rings. <sighs> I'm, shit, I might have to put a salt ring around me before I go to bed. <laughs> All right, so what do you got for us for kink and BDSM? Well, this kind of goes along, too, I guess, with bringing out demonish things sometimes. Um, In BDSM, there is a term, um, pleasure torture. Oh, yes. So, obviously, it sounds great, because who wouldn't want to keep being pleasured? But then there's the twist (laughs) at the end. It sounds great to people that have never had pleasure torture done to them. Yes, this is very true. Yeah, because what people don't understand is when you are engaged in pleasure torture, Mm -hmm. that means that it doesn't stop. No. So if you're one of those people that gets super sensitive after you come and you're like, like don't fucking touch me. Like me. Well, no, like you can go multiple times before you get to that point. Oh, well, yeah. I'm talking about the people who come once and they're like, don't fucking touch me. Oh, yeah. Thank God I'm not like that. That would suck for me. Yeah, because with you, like you can come like 10 times before you get to that point. Yeah. But when I don't stop, you will literally be crying your eyes out like bawling. Yes. Like, please, I can't take anymore. I can't come. Yeah, like, it doesn't hurt, but it's literally so taxing on your body to keep coming over and over and over again without any chance of recover to be able to build back up to then climax again. So you're literally just going from one climax to another to another to another with no reprieve. Mm -hmm. That's where the torture comes in. So like, it sounds great. And maybe after like the, maybe the first two or three back-to-backs, it's not so bad. But then after that, shit gets to the point where like, there's so much pressure, there's so much sensitivity, and you're just kind of overwhelmed with it. Mm -hmm. And again, it's where the term torture comes in. Because then you're no longer like fully enjoying it anymore. Like you are, but you're not. Right. But like the trick is getting somebody to that point mm-hmm. where no matter what, like they're going to keep coming. Yeah. Even if their, their mind is saying, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. But you get their, uh, what are you doing? Um, I was playing with it. <laughs> focus focus i am i was doing two things at once 
No, you're doing one thing at once and not paying attention to the show. You're playing with a condom. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Put the condom on the fucking thing. God. God. So as I was saying. As you were saying, sir. I'm so sorry. Before I got interrupted by your ADD brain. <laughs> um, like you have to get them to that point where it doesn't matter what they say, what their, their brain is doing. Mm-hmm whatever you are doing to them is going to make them come right just over and over and over. And that's where like the Hitachi wands or like the magic wands. Yes. That's where they come into play a lot for people because I mean, you just can't stop coming with those. No, you, the it's, it's a constant, um, it's a constant vibration and then it's right there at your clit or, your whole vagina and it's just constant pressure. And speaking of that, um, a good friend of mine, uh, Kristen from PA, she told me today that we have to get you a rose. I know. I swear. I saw a thing that even said that people were like, am I like the only one that doesn't have a rose? And I was like, I'm that person. (laughs) Yeah. Because like, I would love to do pleasure torture. I'd like to know, I'd like to know if it's just that strong. Yeah. Like that's what I want to see. Like I want to see how good it is. So I think, uh, we're gonna have to get you one of those. I found a purple one. Ooh. I'm just saying. (laughs) You're gonna have to move your mic. There you go. There we go. Yeah. Is that better? That's better. Okay. As she's sitting here fucking herself with a banana for the next segment. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I want to see what the difference is between like the wand and the rose. Yeah, because so far, like we've really only done pleasure torture with either a wand or like my, we've done it with like my mouth. And we also have used um, it. It's kind of like the wand, but it's my pink yeah, double sided. It, it's a wand. Oh, okay. And anything that's built like a wand is a wand. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter so, yeah. the brand. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. I would definitely like to know because that's like a whole suction type and everybody's like, oh, it makes me come in like three seconds. Like shit, if you do that to me, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, because you're super easy to get off anyway. Right. And. Just by having that clitoral st- stimulation is what will get me right. there. Yeah. So having a toy that's made just for that. Yeah. I, I mean, I like. I could be in for trouble. The wand, I mean, takes you like a minute. Yeah. So if the rose can do it faster, that means I can get you off more times faster. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think that would be super fun to try. I think so. But like you do, like you get to the point where you are literally bawling your eyes out. Oh, I know. I know. I'll be crying. And I just want you to stop and you keep going. And like, I'm just laying there. And a lot of times it'll be because like, you'll have me like completely tied up. So like, I can't get away anyhow. Right. I mean, like you have to do that for pleasure torture. Well, yeah, obviously. But for people that don't know, you will be tied down. So that way you cannot do anything but give into it. You can't really fight it at all. And you are just at its mercy. 
or and at your dominance mercy, basically. Yes. And in my case, I have none. <laughs> There's no mercy. No. <laughs> I mean, but like you do it to me sometimes. Do I? Yeah, like whenever you give me head. Yeah. And then like you won't stop sucking. And, oh. and then you make me squirt. Oh, I love doing that. That's basically the, the equivalent. I like making you squirt. Because that's like a whole nother orgasm back to back. And for yes. guys, I mean, that's very difficult. Yeah. So when you do that, I mean, like it doesn't make me want to cry or anything, but it's, it's super sensitive, super sensitive. Yeah. Which is how I can get you to squirt then is because of that sensitivity that builds right. up. But it's weird. Like it only happens sometimes. I know. It's really sad because I really enjoy doing that to you. See, I like I like when it happens. I just don't like the mess. Well, how do you think I feel? Yeah, but I soak our bed all the time. Yeah, but it's different. It's different. How is it different? Yours just goes right on the sheet. Like mine could fucking hit the ceiling. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's why we've done it the one time in the shower. So that way it was like contained. Yeah. Because, and for anybody who doesn't know, men can squirt mm -hmm. just like a female. Yes. Um, I've actually made two of my Snapchat uh, people that do video calls with me. I made two of them. Really? Do that. Yes. Was it their first time? Like whenever you made it? Yes. Yes. Like, like the one literally was like, oh my God, what just happened? And I was like, um, you just made yourself squirt. That's what you did. <laughs> and then the other one, I didn't get to see it happen. It was, um, we were talking about it after our session and they were able to achieve it afterwards and told me all about it and now like they're able to do it on their own because they know how to gotcha yeah yeah it's super intense feeling like yeah. if you've never done it as a guy like basically after you come if you're like super sensitive just keep going you know like we yeah. tell women like don't hold back like mm -hmm. you're gonna feel that urge to pee yeah but you just let it go yeah and when you come again it won't be like normal like semen it's like a it's like super watery just like a female squirt yeah yeah it is and um it doesn't like really have that pee smell or anything like that it's just no it's like it's a super clear liquid and it's kind of slimy like yeah like it's got slippery. a little bit of lubrication to it yeah so it's basically like the same type of uh it's like pre-cum Yes. Just super watery. Yeah. And but a lot. Yes. It's basically like the amount that you would pee. Yeah, just about. And for someone like me who not only ejaculates a lot, you also squirt a lot. I squirt a lot. Yes. Which That's is why, why it goes everywhere and he doesn't like it. Yeah. And it's so forceful. Yeah. Like I've literally done it like by accident back in the day uh, that it went across the room and hit the wall. Oh, wow. Yeah, like 10 feet. Just poof, that's crazy. All over the wall. Holy crap. So that's why I don't like doing it in a place, you know, like in bed or anything like that. Like if I'm right, going to do it, I'd like, rather do it in the shower or easy, like outside. Easy place to clean up. Yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, I mean, for me though, that's pleasure torture. Because, like, I don't necessarily want it to happen, mm -hmm. but I do, but I don't. Right. So, 
Yeah. I, I do. I do say, I will say, I do say I'm distracted. Um, that I do enjoy it, but I don't think it would be something that I'd want to have happen every single right. time. Yeah. Like it's, it's one of those things. It cleans you out yes. like mentally and physically. Like you that's, feel, that's how I feel when I squirt. So like, yeah, it's like you're completely empty. Yes. So <laughs> when I get pleasure tortured, I will be completely emptied and like, I cannot give anymore. And that's where I'm like, I'm maxed out for, anything because like i can't squirt anymore i can't come anymore like i just i can't do it anymore <laughs> right so uh if you're gonna try that mm-hmm. make sure you know that you communicate with your partner and you know as the top or the dominant like you have to know what their limit is i mean mm-hmm. you have to know their body language like when you see them really starting to like tap out mm-hmm like, then you know it's time to say okay we gotta let them go yeah um because there is such thing as coming too much yeah <laughs> so you don't want to do harm mm-hmm. with this this is something that's supposed to be enjoyable to an extent right exactly <laughs> so just be careful if you're going to do it um talk with your partner have you know either your safe word Mm-hmm. or signals or something yeah and uh have fun with it it is definitely a fun thing to try yeah all right so for our last segment which tink already started a little bit so that way we didn't have to like wait for her to fuck around and get it put something in her vagina you know um, it's that's not a fucking sex toy yep we haven't, we haven't done, done that. that in forever yeah so uh what do you got in your vagina right now? I have a banana. A banana. A banana nana. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's, and it's actually very nice. I'm not gonna lie. And how was it going in? Like Oh, super easy going in. Super easy. Yeah. I think because like it's kind of got a similar like roundness on the tip, kinda like a dick. So it kind of like Well and it has a super like thin head, like small yeah. head compared yes. to a dick. Yeah. So it was able to get into me. I'm I'm tight to begin with. So it was easy to get it in. And then the curve is just it's perfect. Back and forth. Okay. So why don't you slide around just a little bit? Oh. Hang on. I'm gonna have to move myself. As she makes all kinds of noise. <laughs> different chair this chair is really noisy it is super fucking noisy i know okay is that better i i hope so i don't know i can't see (laughs) i can't see either so i don't really know ow ow okay i just may not be able to have this thing really close to me but okay let me get back in so i mean it feels really good going in so like if you were in a pinch and you needed something to get yourself off with, and you were at a hotel, and they had a breakfast bar, grab yourself a banana. I will say, go for one that's a little bit more yellow. Cause yeah, the one you have has some brown spots. It does have some brown spots. Like, it works putting a condom on it. Definitely put a condom on it. Obviously, you want to make sure it's not going to internally scratch you. Um, so get one that's... Either green 
Or if you want something a little with a little bit more give, go with like a couple days of the yellow stage. If you're able to do that, if you're like at home or something, you can watch them. Feel the thickness of it. If it's squishy, don't do it because it's kind of making it difficult to push really hard with it. If I wanted to do that, I uh, got you. So you can't really like ram yourself with the banana. No, because like my finger is holding the one spot where it's mushy. It's mushy, <laughs> and I'm a feel. I'm, I have a feeling that if I were to go a little bit faster, that uh, I may snap it. Um. But. The condom may hold it in place. Gotcha. Because the condom fit well on it. So now, like, how big would you say that banana is? Um, this banana is probably, to be honest, I feel like this banana is about the size of your dick. Okay. So, I and I don't have it all the way in. It's probably only, like, three or four inches in. Got you. So you're just doing the, the typical female, like... Uh, playing with yourself yes exactly just, yeah. just like the three or four inches of it yeah and maybe i could go a little bit more but at that spot where it's mushy is where i probably can't go much further and then of course as i laugh i'm i'm pushing it back out so yeah, yeah. yeah. but i mean it, it definitely uh would work yeah i almost feel like this is probably my best choice so far but maybe it's because it replicates the dick so much well, and it is shaped just like me, oh, so. Maybe that's why I was like, ooh, okay. Like, this feels nice. Like, we have a very similar curve. Very, very similar. Yeah. Yeah, so. So, yeah. Is it going to get you off, or? I mean, it might take a while, but if I were to, like, play with my clip for a couple minutes, I might. Okay. But it's not by itself. It's not going to. It doesn't have the motion of the ocean like a person can achieve. Okay, so, but how does that compare to, like, your normal dildos that you can get off with, with just, like, using the dildo? I usually still end up using my, my hand or a, a toy to, to work my clit a little bit. Oh, do you? Yeah. I thought you have videos where you can come with just the the dildo. I don't think so. I have some form of a stimulation on it. It may not be the entire time of the video, but, oh. like, throughout. Gotcha. My poor banana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so eating this banana afterwards, too. I think I'm going to have to. Oh, it's, it's smushed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I pushed it out again. So, out of 10, what, what would you give a 7-inch banana? I'm going to give this like a nine. A nine? Yeah. Wow. Like if I just like hold the sides of my pussy and just do this like that. Ooh. Yeah. Just like short strokes. That's like hitting like that A spot. Okay. So it's getting up there towards your cervix. No, not the A spot. Sorry, G spot. So, <laughs> I was gonna say that's bad. wrong way, wrong, wrong analogy. It's in the front. So yeah, the the, the G spot is where it's kind of getting. Guys, so the curve is yeah is really helping you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, I think it, it made me squirt a little, or at least <laughs> it made me gush. It didn't make me squirt, but the banana is no longer alive. <laughs> <laughs> I have annihilated the banana. That's all right. Let it annihilate your pussy. 
Oh, fuck. Oh. Yeah, there's a wet spot on my chair now. My butt cheeks are wet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, yeah. It's like a definite nine. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't even hold, I didn't even touch my glit. That was just going back and forth, hitting my G-spot. So and just holding, like, pressure on the sides of my pussy. And that made me gush. Well, I mean, your clit does run down the side of yeah. your, your lips. But, like, look where my fingers are. They're just on the outside. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's still your clitoris. Yeah, so it's putting pressure a little bit on yeah. it. Huh. Oh. It's so hot watching her oh. fuck herself with things. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, yeah. It's nice and wet. Oh, I got my cute outfit all wet. <laughs> oh. Oh, fuck. Oh. I gotta say, this is probably the best toy you have because you never react like that when you put a toy in. No. It's usually like, okay, it's in. Yeah. But this, like... Uh. You get the same facial expressions as, like, when a dick goes in you. Yep, banana's the way to go. Okay, so... Yeah, ladies, get a fucking banana if you don't have a dick. Get a banana. And just put a condom on it, obviously. Oh, fuck. Oh! Oh! I squirted. Oh, wow. She just squirted all over the place. Oh, I think that my banana's done, though. Oh. (laughs) I may not be able to eat the banana. (laughs) Let's make banana pudding. I can make banana bread. Or banana bread there. There you go. Uh, uh, she like keeps squirting. Oh, yeah. Oh. Damn, so that was like three times that you squirted. Yeah. (laughs) My banana. My banana split. Yeah, your banana (laughs) split open. Inside the condom. Inside the condom. So, the condom will keep everything inside. There we go. The condom keeps everything inside even when the banana splits. Yeah. But like I said, I probably... That probably wouldn't happen if the banana wasn't at the stage right. that it's in. So if you go with one that's still yellow, you should be good. Right. So right. I'm going to have to put this video on Fansly because yeah. OnlyFans is going to take it down. Because yeah. they don't like you fucking yourself with anything but a dildo or a dick, apparently. Yeah, but what if your dildo is like one that's made out of like looking like a corn I, or something? <laughs> apparently that's okay. OnlyFans is fucking gay. It is really gay. I hate OnlyFans. Yeah, so we'll have to put this up on Fansly. Yeah, which I have to make the account. I still have to do my verification on there and switch everything over. That's going to be like a whole weekend process. <laughs> yeah, it will. It definitely will be. Everything's wet. Oh, my God. Everything's wet. Everything's wet. Oh, it landed all, I yeah, landed all it, over there. I told you. You squirted like all over the place. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. If I'm in a pinch, I'm using a banana. So, if we keep getting bananas every week, you know why. <laughs> 
Well, I'm looking forward to see what the difference is between that and a cucumber. Oh, yeah. Because they still have to try it as a cucumber. Because everybody uses a cucumber. Everyone uses a cucumber. I want to, I'm just going to put out my idea here that I'm going to think it will feel like I'm full, but because there's no curve, it's not going to hit my spots that I like. Well, you'll have to experiment with different size cucumbers. Like I'll get like a a girthier one and then I'll get like the really long one, whatever that one is, but it's not as girthy and see if there's a difference between the two. Yeah. Because maybe like the long skinny one will do it, but like the big one won't. Or vice versa. Yeah. Because I mean, you may actually like, depending on how hard it is, if it's kind of on that softer side, Mm -hmm. you may actually like the girthier one. Maybe. But if it's too hard, then you don't like it because there's no give. Yeah. I need like that giving in there. Like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I need that. The Thanksgiving. No, I feel like if there's a, a little bit of space, that's where like I get more sensation where I feel like if there isn't space, then everything just kind of blends together. Gotcha. And then I don't feel as much as I could if I would have more separation and a little bit of space inside. Yeah. I mean, obviously every woman's different, but right. like the, the ladies that usually go for the cucumber method, mm-hmm. they seem to go with the girthier ones. And I think they're like the size queen girls Okay, that they like that full feeling. Okay. Like they have to be completely full. Gotcha. And that's what gets them off where you're more of like individual spots. Yes. I like individual spots. Yeah. I know for a fact, cause like you get my G spot and my A spot. And then there's like some other pocket somewhere that it's, it's not a spot, but it is a spot. It doesn't have a term. It's my own spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like that was the one that you hit last night that I was like, okay, yeah. Keep doing that. <laughs> yeah. And I did. You did. And you came a bunch. I did. I'm still slightly dehydrated, I think. Yeah, so me and the banana are like tied because I made you come three times with my dick last night. Yeah. And that made you come three times. Yeah. Fuck you, banana. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You can eat that banana later. That's what you can get for revenge on it. Well, it's all mushy now. I know. We're going to make it into banana bread. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> all right so that was a great show yes you look super fucking hot thank you and i love watching you fuck yourself with various things i'm so glad that you like it like that it's hot like i don't know what it is like the weirder <laughs> the shit yeah like the hotter it is to me okay i, I don't know like maybe it's because i've been in this type of lifestyle for so long yeah that like normal shit just doesn't do it for me maybe so it's like the crazier the better yeah yeah I mean, did you like the curling iron one? Yeah. Okay. See, like, I wish that the curling iron would have felt better. Yeah, we'll see. Like, I wish it would have felt better for you. Yeah. But it was hot watching you use a curling iron on yourself. All right. I mean, I'll take it. So, like, (laughs) crazy shit like that, I'm all about it. Yeah. So, all right. uh, We'll be back next week with some more bullshit that you may or may not want to listen to. I don't know. I'll find find stuff because you'll be busy working. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be Tink's call. So if there's something you want to hear, please message me and let me know. Reach out to Tink yes. and we will 
see about getting it on the show. I do have a segment though for the BDSM. I, I got an email. Oh, okay. Um, that I want to talk about. All right. You're going to have to fill me in on that one. Yeah. I'll send you please email, do. but yeah, um, we'll definitely, uh, get whatever you guys want to talk about on the show. Okay. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about whatever titties fuck. Titties, titties. <laughs> titties, titties. Why are you trying to distract me? I'm trying to end the show. I'm sorry. I just figured it was the end of the show. I should pull I, them out. I mean, they were kind of coming out anyway. Yeah, so. yeah they were. Titties. I love your tits. Titties bounce. <laughs> I really need a different chair. Every time I move, it's I know. like... <laughs> <laughs> God. It's like people will think there's people, like a dildo attached to it and I'm going like this, bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. People are going to stop listening to the show if, you keep hearing, if they keep hearing that fucking chair. All right, y'all, I'm going to change out my chair. I promise. All right, so we will see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. And that's our show, everybody. You can find us on our socials on TikTok at KSENM and Kink Podcast, at Tink Swings one and at J-U-S-T underscore Pedro 83. We're also on Instagram at K-S-E-N-M and Kink Podcast. And of course, you can find us on our OnlyFans at K-S-E-N-M and Kink Podcast, which for $5.99 a month, you can go behind the scenes when we record our shows and watch all the sexy videos and uh, the toy reviews and all that. We are also going to be streaming live on OnlyFans when we do our recordings on Friday evenings. So be sure to check that out. We'd really appreciate it if you do. Um, and Tink's OnlyFans is at Pixie, P-I-X-I-E-I-N-D-I-X-I-E-69. Pixie in Dixie 69. You can also find us on SLS.com. Our username there is Pedro and Tink. So if you are in Alabama and want to get together, let us know. We appreciate you guys listening, and we'll see you next week.